0: Good morning everyone, hopefully you had a wonderful weekend, super excited to be here with you today. If we have not met before, I am Becky Graff and I'm a mentor here inside of the Elite Marketing Pro community at TractionMarketing.com and I'm super excited to share with you today uh, our topic. So, is the algorithm out to get you and here's what's really going on with it. Plus, I'm going to share with you three tips to really help you start uh, winning. As you're hopping on, please drop where is you're coming in from so I can give you a shout out. And if you're catching this on replay, go ahead and drop in a hashtag, read, replay. Hey, Valentine, thanks for hopping on. Super excited to have you here with me today. Awesome, we got some people, people coming on. Tim's on, awesome, you guys. Chuck, thanks for hopping on. Okay, so you guys, Julie, thanks for hopping on. So is the Facebook algorithm out to get you? Um, I'm gonna share with you again What's actually going on with it, plus three tips to help you start winning. Hey Julie, good to see you, Han Sean, thanks for hopping on. All the way from England, awesome. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so how many of you guys feel like you are having a hard time with people seeing your posts, okay? Good morning, Joy. All the way from Arizona, awesome. Cool, cool, Lauren, thanks for coming in. All the way from Denver, awesome. Hello, Valentine. again, good to see you. All right, you guys. So. How many of you felt like people aren't seeing your posts, that you're just having a really hard time getting your engagement up, Uh, you're hearing crickets, okay, you're feeling like you're always against this uphill battle against this algorithm that keeps on changing, that you have to keep changing up what you're doing, okay? If this is you, if you've ever felt this way or felt frustrated by that, drop me two in the comments. Vanessa, thanks for hopping on. Remy, awesome. Ashley, all the way from California, thanks for hopping on, okay? Because we hear this a lot, right? It seems like every time we turn around, there's a new algorithm change or the algorithm is updated and now we have to redo what we've been doing, right? What we've been working on is no longer working so we have to revamp, okay? Ashley says two, Julie says two. Hey, Sheree, thanks for hopping on. Okay, yeah, I've got lots of twos coming through because you guys, that is really, um, it's frustrating, right? When you have something that's working, you've got this plan of action, you're working on things, And then all of a sudden, this Facebook algorithm decides it wants to change. And now we're back to square one, it feels like, right? Lots of twos. Cool, you guys. Awesome. So here's the thing, you guys. It can definitely be frustrating to have to switch our tactics when we are gotten in the groove, right? We're in this rhythm. We've got this, you know, process that we're using. And then all of a sudden, we have to switch. It's frustrating. However, you guys, we are entrepreneurs. And that's kind of the name of the game as far as when it comes to Facebook, Right. We have to adapt and move forward. However, I would like to um, kind of have you think a little bit differently about the Facebook algorithm. We're gonna go through some stuff today, again, that will help maybe clear up some misunderstandings about what the algorithm is. Julie says, yes, it's frustrating as I'm doing my homework you gave to me. Yep, we gotta do our homework, right? And then we have to switch it up because things change, okay? So I understand that it is frustrating when we have to switch gears, okay, however, Here's the thing. The Facebook algorithm is actually not against you. Did you know that, that the Facebook algorithm is actually not this big bad thing that is trying to make our life harder, okay? Jennifer says, bend or break. Cindy, thanks for helping on, okay? Because here's the thing, you guys. Um, you have to understand that there are actually 4.70, 4.75 billion pieces of content every single day put out on Facebook, okay? That's a lot of content. And there are five hundred and ten thousand comments every single minute. Okay. Hey, Ron. Thanks for hopping on. Cindy, great to have you here. Okay. So based on that information, four point seven five billion pieces of content a day, and over five hundred ten thousand comments. Is it reasonable that you can actually beat the algorithm? Okay. Is it reasonable that you can actually beat the algorithm with that amount of content being put out every single day and that many? Those many? That? Oh my goodness. That. Uh, ma- a magnitude of comments every single minute. Is that reasonable? Hey, Lane, thanks for hopping on. Okay. Sheree says, I don't think they're trying to make it hard. It's just a pain. I agree, Cherie. It is just, it is a pain. Absolutely. Right. Because again, we have to constantly be in flow and we have to constantly be, you know, changing, right? Changing up our strategy. Julie says, I think they're trying to improve our usage and they are always updating the same with Apple or other companies are. Absolutely. Great point, Julie. Yeah. So, instead of asking ourselves, how can we beat the algorithm? What might change in our business if we figure out how to use and leverage the algorithm, okay? And to do that, we have to understand the purpose of the algorithm. What is it that it's doing? How come there's an algorithm anyway? I'm curious what you guys are thinking of the purpose of the algorithm and specifically. Okay, Paula, hey there. Good to have you on. Sharice says constant, yep. Awesome, you guys, okay. So, here's the thing. You have to understand that Facebook is first and foremost a business, right? Their business, just like everybody else out there, they're in this game to make money and they make money when people stay on their platform. Okay. So one of the things that the algorithms job is to do is to make sure that people stay on the platform. Okay. And so because of that, they want people to be engaged. Okay. They want people to stay on the platform. They want people to be engaged on the platform. Uh, they just launched—I think it was last week—a uh, new dating site, a new dating service, Facebook Dating. Um, and there was a lot of uproar about this. Like, oh my gosh, now we have dating on Facebook. But however, for us as marketers, that's an awesome thing because now there are going to be more users on Facebook that then may have an opportunity to see our content. Right? More users means more opportunity for us. Right? Let's see. Sri, Let's see, Cherise says, the purpose is to keep the flow best and have rules in place. Yes, very good point. Hey Vitalis, hope I said that right, welcome. Okay, so what might happen you guys, I'm curious, what might happen if you actually saw all of your friends' posts? I want you to think about this for a minute. What would actually happen if you saw every single one of your friends' posts in the order in which they were posted? Okay, think about that for a minute, right? Because we have how many posts that are going out every single day? 4.75 billion, okay? And if you saw every single piece of content that people put out there, hey, Melissa, thanks for hopping on, good to have you here, okay? What would actually happen? Okay, think about it. The average person has about 600 people on their friends list, sometimes more, okay? And so that friends list actually generates three to 5,000 pieces of content. Hey, thanks for hopping on, Ashley. Complete overwhelm, yeah. Awesome, Chastity, welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so, yes. If you, have, <laughs> if you had that amount of content just on your friends list, okay, well, is it reasonable? You'd spend your time on Facebook all day and you'd get completely overwhelmed with the amount of content, right? Yeah. Chaos. Cindy says chaos, absolutely. Joy says I would not have enough time to see everything. Absolutely true, okay? So here's the thing. If you log into Facebook, the average person logs in about six times a day, okay? And as they scroll, they can see maybe 50 posts per time that they log in. That means that they're seeing roughly 300 posts, okay? So they've got a friends list of 600, they're seeing roughly, or your friends list, excuse me, um, you know, two to 3,000 people, you're seeing about 300 pieces of content, okay? Julie says, no, I could keep up with that. Awesome, Diane, thanks for hopping on. Sharon, good to have you here, okay? So that means that you're seeing about 8% of your friends list, okay? That's just the way that it works out with the math, the math because of the amount of content that's actually on social media, right? It's on Facebook. You have tons of it there. So Facebook knows that if you were to see every single piece of content in chronological order from your friends list, that you would be overwhelmed, it would be chaotic, you'd click off and you would not stay on the platform. Hey, hey Fran, thanks for hopping on. Okay, so they want to make sure that you have a great user experience. So how do you make sure that your content is part of that 300 that is being shown? How do you make sure that your content makes the cut so that it's not being, you know, tucked in the back corner by the algorithm so that your people are actually seeing it? Awesome, that is so cool. Thanks, Sheree understood. Julie, (laughs) thank you, Julie, that's appreciated. Yeah, looking at these stats, was very interesting to to figure out exactly what's happening with the algorithm. Um, It was really cool, too, because I used to think that the algorithm was out to just make my life a pain. I understood that it was there for rules and regulations. I understood that you know things changed, and so it was trying to um, handle content. But I didn't actually really understand what was going on with the content and how the process actually worked. Yes, Shree, absolutely. I do want us to have a great user experience. So how do you make sure that your content makes the cut? Okay. Number one, and we talk about this a lot inside of this community, is consistency. Okay, we talk about being consistent in our business. We talk about being consistent in our behaviors, right? Or being consistent with our daily mode of operations, okay? And the question that I have to you is, we talk about a lot, but what happens if you're not consistent on Facebook? What happens if we're here and then there and we post for a week and then we stop posting for a week or we do a Facebook uh, story and then we don't do them anymore. Like what actually happens when we're not consistent? I'm curious what you think happens when you're not consistent. And this was really cool for me to kind of put things into perspective um, about how important consistency is specifically on social media, okay? Because we do need consistency in our life. We need consistency in everything that we're doing so that we can get into that flow, that habit pattern, right? That is effective so that we can get stuff done. Hey, Fidalis, thanks for hopping on from Austria, cool. So Julie says your audience cannot trust you to show up. Absolutely true. What else might happen? What else might happen if you're not consistent on your social media? Okay. What might happen if you are not doing Facebook lives and then all of a sudden you decide that you're going to hop on a challenge because you're all fired up and you're going to do it for 30 days, you know, and you get it done. Like you hit it, you hit that 30 days and then you kind of fall off again. What happens Dan says, just like Raising My Boys, consistency counts. Therese says, they change how they put it up in front of people, yep. Renee says, Facebook won't show it, yep. Awesome, you guys. Yes, you lose your audience or they do not get to know you if you are not there. Absolutely true, Julie, okay? So here's the thing. When you are being consistent, let's see, Lauren says, Facebook doesn't see you as somebody who's important, yes. Diana says, people won't see your posts or lives. Your posts don't get seen as much from Jennifer. Absolutely, Facebook moves you down in the algorithm. Absolutely true, Jennifer. Okay, so here's the thing. When you're being consistent, Facebook says, I know that Susie wants to see George's post and usually sees it about three o'clock. And so that spot is going to be reserved for that content. So as long as you're being consistent, it's going to be shown. But what happens when we're not consistent? What happens when we miss a time? Right? What happens if we miss several times? What happens? Yes, all these things that you guys are putting through here, that you get moved down the algorithm and things like that. However, the thing is, is they have to replace that time slot with something. So essentially, you just lost your airtime. Okay, you didn't get your spot. Now the question is, I'll just continue, right? I'll just pick it back up again and go, which is great, right? We can definitely do that. However, and this is what really made an impact on me, you guys. Did you know that it might take two weeks or longer or you might not ever get your position, per se, back when you fall off the wagon? If you ramp it up and you're consistent for 30 days straight and then you take a break and you stop doing Facebook Lives for a week or two, you may never actually get that amount of engagement back or it can take you two weeks, six months, okay, depending on how your other behaviors are to get it back. Okay, that was like, oh my gosh, I didn't understand just how important consistency was, but when you put it in the context with the amount of content that's being pumped out every single day, the amount of content, uh, comments that are going through every single minute and your behaviors and what the algorithm is attempting to do to give your audience, your friends, the best pieces of you, it makes complete sense. And it takes that much time for you to get that back. So here's the thing, you guys pick what you guys can do consistently. It's fantastic to do your your Facebook Live challenges. It's great to do that to get into the flow. Oh, sorry, that's incredible to do, right? But more importantly, make sure that you pick something that you can actually be consistent at. If that's one Facebook Live a week on a Tuesday at three o'clock, own it. That's your time frame. Make sure that you stay consistent and that you show up at that time to give that content. You can always start out uh, smaller consistently that you can do smaller and then add to that. But if you just go into this very erratic, um, chaotic pattern, I'm gonna do you know, a 20 day everyday live challenge and then I'm gonna take two weeks off and I only post like once every four days and then I'm gonna do another 30 day challenge, you're throwing your algorithm, your algorithm, what it's doing for you and how it can work for you kind of out of whack because it's all over the place, right? They don't know when to show your content to people because they don't know when you're going to be live. You're all over the place. Lauren says Does that mean they need to have the same time frame? Lauren, it's definitely more, more effective for you to have the schedule, the time blocking for the same time frame also for your viewers to know that you're going live or posting at a specific time and then the algorithm also knows hey this content's going to be ready for me to serve at this time right so the more you can be specific about that the better however if it's just that you're getting a live done on monday or tuesday or whatever that may be start out with what you can do consistently and then start moving into those uh, behavior patterns where it's more of a locked in specific time okay Sean says, is using a schedule the same as posting live? So it depends on your scheduler. Are you meaning uh, like the, um, for a Facebook Live specifically, like a, a, a premiere? What do you mean? I'm not quite sure what you're meaning about that. Okay, yes, Sheree, your algorithm will be so thrown off. Absolutely, so consistency is key. Absolutely important and imperative for your business to be consistent. Okay, again, you can always be an overachiever, but you need to make sure that you have that base consistency that you stick to. Okay, so number one, you guys, consistency. Awesome. All right, number two, you guys, is engaging. Okay, and again, we've talked about this before. Facebook really, really wants your stuff to be engaging. Now, they've given you the privilege to post all your stuff, right? You have so much creative liberties that you can do on your Facebook, right? On your social media channel. It's free airtime. And so what they ask for in return is that it's engaging, that it's quality, that you've spent some time to put content together that your audience is going to engage with. Again, keep in mind that they're looking for the best post to show to your audience. So putting together quality stuff that's going to help you build relationships, right? Because relationships is where their power is, is what is going to have preferential treatment from the algorithm. Plus, it has the ability to really get your audience to know they can trust you because they're engaged, right? They're working together. Awesome. Julie says, this is where scheduling content daily for a month at a time is an important implementation. Great point, Julie, right? Having something out there consistently for your audience to engage with. Remember, what you're doing with your business is an ecosystem. It's not just one piece, it all works together, all right? So, quality content that's engaging. Um, Building relationships, so ask yourself these questions. How can I spark meaningful conversations? What questions might I ask, okay? How can I get people to to start talking about a specific topic so that they engage more, okay? What is that that you might do on your social media page to get that information, right? Quality, absolutely. Batching this kind of stuff is more efficient use of time for yourself, too. Absolutely, Dan. Okay, yes, building relationships, Sherry. Sure, hey Jeffrey, thanks for hopping on, okay? So here's the thing, you guys. Uh, we have this question, like, how can I make my content more you know, engaging, right? So how do we know if it's engaging, all right? This is another thing that kind of blew my mind a little bit, right? Because we, we think about it, and I'm curious if you've thought the same way, if somebody comments, likes, or share my content, that means it's engaging, right? We use our insights, that's what we see, that's what we go off of, right? Richard and Joanna says open-ended questions. Absolutely not going for the yes or no's but inspiring conversation, right? Hey Katie, thanks for hopping on, okay? So here's the thing. We can definitely track our engagement by those people who comment, like, or share. The amount of viewers that we have live on our Facebook lives, right? The people that go through and watch our lives after the fact or that have engaged with our post, you know, We can see those things, but there is something deeper actually happening in the background. Um, And it relates not just to posts and to Facebook lives, but to stories as well, okay? And with stories, so I talked about before, with your content that you're posting on your newsfeed, your friends see about 8% of that. Facebook stories is kind of the new hot hot thing in town, right? We're using Facebook stories for a lot of things because people actually see 20% of our stories because it is the new thing. That's how come when Facebook starts rolling out out new things, it's important to start using them right away because you have a higher um, opportunity to have more people see your content, okay? So Facebook stories, people are seeing roughly about 20% of your content that you're putting on your stories, but here's the kicker, right? Facebook stories are short. The average uh, story is about five seconds, okay? And the average person actually stays on a story for about three seconds. But if somebody sees something in their story that they don't want, like a a product pitch post or something like that, it takes them 1.5 seconds to swipe off and that is counted as unwanted content, right? People didn't want that. They didn't stay there long enough. They didn't even stay there three seconds. They are like, I'm out, okay? So everything that we're doing is being tracked in the background by Facebook And it doesn't matter if they're watching your content and they never comment, like, or share. The amount of time that they're spending with your content is actually considered in the whole picture of how engaging is your stuff. Right? Okay? So keep this in mind, you guys. It's not just about the external comment, like, and share that you're seeing. It's about all those stalkers out there who are watching you, who are just in the background checking it out, not doing or saying anything. That is still ramped up into how Facebook views you and the content that you're putting out. Okay, so again, start thinking about how can I make sure that my content's engaging and meaningful? What might have somebody stop and spend some time here? What kind of conversations might I spark? Okay, all of those things. Katie says, I've never used stories before. Yes, Katie, they're um, a great tool to be able to use. Um, One caveat with those is with a consistency piece, um, just because you do a Facebook uh, story, let's say today, today's Monday, you do a story at, oh, it's 1120 my time, okay, if you don't do a, another story until, I don't know, 2 o'clock tomorrow, it does not count as consistent engagement. Okay, There needs to be a little bit of overlap with the stories because it counts it as a, a full 24-hour period. So if you're posting at 8 a.m. a story, if you want to consistently have content, you'll need to post additional times throughout the day. Or definitely make sure that you have a post up at like 7.55 or something in the morning prior to the expert uh, exp- of your first story okay so that's kind of how the Facebook um, algorithm works with the the stories specifically and then also our post you guys our posts live for about six hours okay so from the time that you post something on your page it has about a six hour shelf life before it's going to be so buried with content it's not going to be seen again okay awesome (laughs) Sean says stalkers even they would do it for now (laughs) well yeah I'm sure that you probably have them Sean. you just may not be aware of it yet okay all right you guys Awesome, yes, and helps also helps with your algorithm, absolutely Richard. Say So you guys, those are some little tips on that, okay? So Sharice says, if you post at ADM, you need to overlap stories, post lives about six hours. Yep, absolutely. You gotta make sure that you have that bandwidth so that there's constantly content, right? Think about your news feed. right, your airtime. You don't ever want it to go dark. You always want something on it and make sure that you are doing quality that's engaging for your audience, okay? So that's number two, you guys. Number three is authentic. be authentic. Okay, and again, this is another one that we talk about a lot, but this is really where you can win big because authentic is not something that is copy-paste, okay? Let's just be really clear about that. Authenticity is not something that you can copy and paste, okay? This is something that is constantly moving and breathing, that is always moving and changing. There's highs and there's lows. You being authentic is where you need to focus, okay? Be authentically you. Um, because this is where your dynamic conversations happen. This is usually where the engagement happens, right? Because you're sharing what's actually going on in life. It's not something that's been thought about forever and then you know, curated and made perfect before it's put out there, right? It's in the moment, it's engaging, it's authentic, it's you, okay? Now this does not mean that you have to share everything that's going on in your life. You don't have to dig out all the closets, or the skeletons in your closet and post about all of those. But what it does mean that when you go through something that's been challenging or a win that you've had and sharing the struggle, you've gone through that and you have some perspective that you can actually go back through and ask yourself, is what I learned through this going to be something that could be valuable to my audience? Might there be other people that can engage with this type of you know, event that had happened and be able to share that in a meaningful way, it's authentic, it's what really happened, it was your story, okay? And then people will be able to engage with that, okay? and be able to give perspective on that because what this really just means you guys is be you and Katie says just be you that's your model absolutely awesome okay people love stories because that is the thing that you cannot copy and paste motivational memes all those things are great they make you feel good in the moment but what's actually going on in your life is valuable to your audience because nobody's story is the same everybody's got little different things that are going on the challenges may have some overlap there's relatability but there is no copy-paste story. There's no copy-paste life. There may be moments, there may be, you know, tiny things that are relatable as far as that goes, but nothing is the same. And that's how come it drives such key engagement for your audience is because it's not the same thing that they've seen before, right? It's a different thought, it's a a different perspective, and that's what they can uh, engage with. So, you guys. Make sure that you are working on being consistent, making sure that you're working on being engaging and also authentic with the content that you're putting out there. And just attempt to be a little bit better than you were the day before, okay? We are not perfect people. There is no such thing as perfect in this system, right? We're always learning and you know going back and forth and we're trying different things, testing, iterating, okay? Awesome. And um, Julie says, so it needs to be congruent. Well, think about it, Julie. Where if we're being authentic and we're, we're sharing what's going on in our journey, wouldn't it make sense that it's congruent with what we're actually doing, right? We can share different things in our life and use the, the story that we've learned out of it and be able to use it as a parable in a way to relate to our audience in that moment, right? It doesn't have to be all specifically about business. There are so many things in our life that correlate to our businesses. And for most of us, our business is really part of our life, right? It's something that we, we do every single day. So the challenge to you guys is to just be a little bit better, right? A little bit more uh, consistent every day, a little bit more engaged, a little bit more authentic. And if you do this, you guys, you are totally going to win. You're going to have the audience that knows, likes, and trusts you, that they're your rating fans. You're going to have the power of the algorithm behind you because you're spending the time to build and uh, develop those relationships and serve the content that they're wanting on their platform to keep more people around, okay? So I appreciate you guys being on with me today super excited to be able to share this information with you. I hope you found it valuable. If you did, go ahead and give me a hashtag value in the comments. And again, don't forget to join us here every Monday through Friday at uh, 1 Eastern. Appreciate you being on. Have a wonderful day.